Hi, welcome to episode 79 of Creepy Soup, where we discuss all things creepy. I'm Jill from Michigan. Jenny from Wisconsin. Oh, random person. Just say your damn name. Judy from Michigan. (laughs) Well, that's not what we discussed. Will's womb, in which resides in Michigan. <laughs> For anyone that don't know, this is my oldest hump trophy. <laughs> yeah. She's mine, I made that. I feel like they miss a lot with uh, not uh, getting the pre-gaming that we do. Yeah. Because we're on and we're goofy and we're laughing and they don't have a clue. Yeah. I'm sorry for that. Yeah. So how are you today? Peachy. How are you? Fine and dandy. She worked. Yeah, I worked today. It was my day off and I had split days this week because we closed the casino on Sunday. So I did research on Sunday and today I did a whole lot of nothing. And Jenny and I recorded earlier that you're going to hear way, way later. So we're saving that one for a rainy day. Or rather, a snow day. I was going to say, or a snowy one. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't think. Well, I was really hoping they were going to cancel the Saturday for work. Because um, as it stands right now, the union puts on like a, what are you doing? I just see her keep going like this. I um, like a snapshots okay. snapshots with Santa. I was playing with my lip. I'm sorry. Stop it. Um, and I was gonna take all the kids, but Ben's a little old. He was like, "That's not really my thing anymore." But I don't want to not include him. So then I was hoping that they would cancel because we have like a crossroads village, and they have like a drive-through Christmas lights thing. That I'd much rather do. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I still have my breakfast with Santa thing planned, so waiting to see how that goes, and then Christmas concert next week as well. Um, so I have at least a couple things to report on next week. You know what he's saying? No, not yet. See, I never told my mom what we were saying either. Well, considering how long it's been since he's talked to me. Yeah. 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 I'm like extremely thirsty today. See that? Are you thirsty? Nope. Um, well, do you have anything exciting to talk about? No, not really. 
I don't know. I'm still pretty upset about how they're making the basketball player families um, pay to watch them play the game. So I can't even go to Jackson's very first game. Yeah, Jackson has his first basketball game this weekend. I have to work, so I can't go. It's all the way in West Branch. Yeah, it's quite a drive from here. Um, yeah. Yeah, we had to pay whenever we went to my niece's basketball games, too. I think her mom had to pay, too. So. It's like, I get concessions, but. Come on now. No. When, because she was in cheerleading, and they didn't charge for games. But when my best friend's kids were in basketball, football, I had to pay, I had to pay for them. Maybe that's just ridiculous. Learn how to make money somehow. Concessions. Yeah, but a lot of people don't get concessions for that very reason. They it's sneak like, stuff in. Like what if everybody in the in the whole house wants to go see him play? That's forty dollars. Yeah, and that's probably paying for the bus. Well, if they like they don't run on uniforms. You know, their uniforms are generic. <laughs> they still cost money. Yeah, you're probably paying for the bus and any chaperone. Well, most chaperones well, volunteer. The only reason why they're going that far is because their gym isn't that big. It's like there's other schools, there's other Bay City high schools that they could have their games at instead of going all the way to West. Well, that sounds like your sports coordinator sucks. So that's a bummer. I won't get to see it. This first game. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed too. That does suck. Yeah. When Saturday? Apparently, little man is into wrestling, and I I learned from the one football game I went to this year. I'm not a fan of just of any, wrestling or football. Any sport where I'm packed into the bleachers. Yeah. If if I can sit by myself, I'm fine. But if I'm packed in, fuck no. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when we used to go to my friend's kids' games, I don't think we ever fully watched a game. We just sat there and bullshitted all the way through. I mean, yeah, we watched some of it, but yeah. Yeah, I can't handle the people and the noise and everything about it. Yeah. And, you know, I think if I would go now, I don't think I could do it as well. Not so much when the boys were younger, Zach and Ethan. Right. But like when they got to the high school games and stuff like that, it was, yeah, it was a little more crowded, um, especially the football games. Kind of thing. Yeah. Which sucks because. He'd make a great linebacker. Yeah, he is built like a linebacker. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's gonna whoop some ass on the field. 
Um, Dagoism of aggression. Oh, yeah. I think we got some freezing issues. Freeze break. Let's see. Do we have anything else exciting coming up? Other than Christmas? No? I said exciting. I was going to say that's not exciting. Now, I did mention to her earlier that this is we're not after this year we're not gonna celebrate Christmas, we're gonna celebrate Krampus. Do you need to stop? Mm, let's keep going. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna start celebrating like Krampus. I like that. And then I don't know, maybe that can be that'll get the kids to behave. Fearing they're gonna get the shit beat out of them with a stick. <laughs> Best of it. You know what? Tell, tell them it's not going to be a stick. Tell them it's going to be the whole damn branch. Say that again? Tell them it's not going to be a stick. It's going to be the whole branch. Yeah, the whole branch. All best, of it. Best of Shut up. I hate Seinfeld. <laughs> I love Seinfeld. No, that, that's what we can do. Best of us for the rest of us. Let's not. Why? Let's go with Krampus. No. I like the thought of Krampus, but you know, whatever. Um, trying to think. Got anything else, Ted? Do you have any recommendations for the week? I do. Um, it's actually a group um of people, and oh, I actually pulled up the wrong thing first. <laughs> Well, actually, I am going to start with her. Um, And this person I actually met a while ago. Uh, Her name is Kelly. She is a traveling nurse. Um, She has family in another state. She is currently actually in Wisconsin. Um, And she's on TikTok. She does a huge variety of looks. She does like you know, glamorous looks, but then she adds a bit of uh, extra to it, if that makes sense. I know it's like a little bit of creepy flair. Yeah, yeah, she she likes to do a little creepy flair, and um, one of her looks that she did last year, I thought was fantastic. Oh, wrong video. One second. and it's all makeup and I think that's really freaking cool that you know someone who has a day job as a nurse and you know she works 12 14 hour days and then she'll come home you know at three four o'clock in the morning and throw together this insanely awesome look you know I think that's so cool. But she is a part of a group. Um, one second. I gotta go this way. And they're really awesome. They are very supportive of each other. And 
Um, they actually did a thing this year where they let the people within the community um, who were struggling uh, maybe weren't able to have a great Christmas because, you know, they have bills that they got to pay. And they said, okay, here's a post. If you have children and you're struggling, pin a wish list. That was cool. And you never know. You might get picked and you just might, you know, have a fantastic Christmas by a secret Santa. That would be cool. That's cool for yeah. someone to do. And the woman who did that is Miss Marie, owner of Snarl's Box. Um, it is a custom makeup box thing. Um, she has indie brands, and she also has her own line of cosmetics, um, some of which I actually have on, which is my snowflakes. Um, and she's just, she's amazing. Okay. She's pretty. She is. And she's super sweet. She has a little boy who is special needs. Um, and she kind of started it to help to care for her family, you know, and be at the same time, be able to be home to take care of him. And I think it's just fantastic. Um, and through her, I know that there, she has inspired other people um, to create their own makeup lines. And this person actually asked me tonight if I would be one of her moderators, and she wants me to be one of her PR people. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, that that's amazing. I, I would be so honored. Um, and her name is Lizette. And that's the one I told you did the really awesome look. Um, I did have a hard time finding the video again, but she does have a duet where you can see it because I thought this was so cool. Get me. Oh, here we go. And this is her. Oh, wow. She yeah, does. I would never be able to get it even. <laughs> right? Same. Like, I mean, just doing wing eyeliner for me. Like, you know, everybody's out. Oh, they're twins. They're tw no, I'm lucky if my wings are cousins. Right. They definitely ain't twins. They ain't sisters. They, they might be related. So, yeah. And it, it's just an amazing and supportive group of women who, you know, inspire and support each other and do great things in their community and, you know, give back. And that's kind of a rare thing these days. So I wanted to give them a shout out. And I don't even know if I can follow that up with a recommendation. <laughs> um. Let's see. What do I got? I don't know. Nothing. Well, it's not a recommendation, but um, every year 
our union does a thing where they partner up with a charity in Flint called the Old Newsboys. And you can donate like $20 and it sponsors a box for a child in need. And their um, motto is let no child be forgotten. And each box that, you know, when you donate the $20, they get like, I mean, a lot of kids, like, I know my kids probably wouldn't have liked that as a kid, but they get like a pair of sweatpants and a matching sweatshirt, a pair of underwear, a pair of socks, puzzle, a, a puzzle or a toy. I want a puzzle. <laughs> Age-appropriate <laughs> Um, puzzles, puzzles, and a book. <laughs> I want to match sweatpants suit, but they they go around and you can donate, and you get to fill out your name on like a little ornament that hangs on a tree. Um, mm -hmm. and then my, my favorite part is they go around and like not only can you donate the 20 at that time um but if you have a dollar on you you get a bag of popcorn no popcorn you're in it for the popcorn i get it <laughs> <laughs> and well all the money for the popcorn included goes directly to old newsboys and yeah. they do a thing where like all three shifts are in competition oh you don't get anything except for like bragging rights. Bragging rights, and you feel good because that's you know, important. Oh yeah, um, but usually between like the twenty dollar donations from everybody and like the popcorn, like sometimes they have to make two and three trips out to the lines because they sell out. Before. I believe it before so they gotta go back and get more and load up and come back and start where they left off. Um but like usually they raise twenty plus thousand every year. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, and um this past weekend was our uh Toys for Tots. Um now I'm gonna show you a picture of that union meeting. There have um, been um, elves in the office next to mine this past couple of days. So that's been interesting to experience. Elves? <laughs> yes. Um, our casino has a gifting tree. And it's that it has a child's name, age, and uh, a couple of items that they might like. And so employees can take a ornament name and buy said gift, drop it off, and people will wrap it and then it is delivered. And so, yeah, there there have been some elves in, in the office next to me, so. Okay. This is just one angle. Holy shit. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's every year. 
see if they have a shot of all of it. They probably have to get pretty high up. That looks like a really big room. It looks pretty full. <laughs> yeah, that that's our uh, union hall. Okay. That's insane. Yeah. There's usually like a line that every year they do collections and they only bring one or two into the union meeting, but the, they do like 10 bikes. Wow. Every year. Yeah. So, yeah, like this week at work is all about like giving back to for Christmas and things like that. So, yeah. Like I said, uh, I can't really recommend it because, you know, it's, I mean, if you're in the area, by all means, but I may or may not have ordered the Old Newsboys 2023 hoodie. May have. May have. Maybe. So, yeah, fun. Um, are we ready to get started? Yes, please. What is our topic this week? Okay, our topic is kind of kind of tied to the last one one that I did, the Black Dahlia, mm -hmm. um, because it, this is the hotel where she was last publicly seen. Okay. Um. So, um, I'm gonna read some, and then she's gonna read some. Um, so the Biltmore is, it's a hundred years old now. Andre? Yes. It opened October 1st of 1923. Mm. So it's now. Yes. Wow. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, and it's still open, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, that's insane to think that a building that old is still in use. Yeah, and I know we both say this all the time that we'll post pictures, but I actually do have them saved in my phone, some of them. Um, and there is one in particular that I will, we talked about a little later. Um, but... The day after it opened its doors, it hosted a seven-course dinner. Dang. I I can barely eat two. I can barely eat one, man. Like by the appetizers, my I I took home my meal, so I couldn't imagine seven courses. Right. Courses of what kind of food? There's there's the appetizer, the main course, and dessert. How much farther can we go? Well, I, I imagine there was like salad course, soup, bread. Somehow I yeah. feel bread. <laughs> they, they also have palate cleansers in between. Yeah. It's a yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And then you're probably your dinner, and then your pre dessert, and then your dessert. <laughs> I wouldn't mind pre dessert. Although I feel like in one respect, though, I might be okay with it because they're typically really small portions and everything's really kind of separated on the plates. You need your big meals. You need like a cupcake tin so you can have everything in 
your own little serving size and nothing's going to touch. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, I do need that. I hate my food touching. Yeah. I love that idea. There you go. Like, I fucking love it, especially for buffets. I love it. I'm going to keep one at work for when we have like food brought in. So that way I got some. And I'm, I already look like an idiot when I get food <laughs> when they bring stuff to work. I, I do because I will walk out carrying three freaking plates with two or three things on each plate and I'm balancing them all <laughs> trying to get up to my office. And so, yeah, I always look funny and, but like they all know that I do it because I have that weird, you know, thing where my food can't touch. So yeah. Muffin yes. tin. Yeah, I have that same. She's me. I don't give a shit I hate... because I end up like, if I have like, Corn and mashed potatoes. The the corn is getting right in the mashed potatoes. Certain things I just don't feel like should touch. Just, yeah, same. And like the corn and mashed potatoes, like that's one thing that I can like be okay with. And I think the only reason I can is because I did it every single time we had corn and mashed potatoes as a kid. And then not only that, but we would take that corn and mashed potatoes and put it on a bun or stuff it inside a roll um it was actually kind of a joke with me and my brothers that we would stick our finger in it and then hollow it out and well, then shove it in. i did the same thing and hollow it out and slap that shit right in there that is good <laughs> yeah oh, i like rhyme with gravy we had this she's not a fan of gravy what the only time gravy is acceptable to me is when I have to put it on fucking turkey at Thanksgiving. That is the only time it's acceptable because otherwise that turkey ain't making it down my throat. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of turkey. Neither am I. That's why I got to slather it in gravy, which I don't like either, but it's the only way I'll eat it. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm not, like when my birthday would land on Thanksgiving when I was younger, I actually had the choice to choose something else for dinner, and I always went with roast. Fucking weird. Bitch. I like roast. I'm with Judy. That's all right. So anyway, we made roast today at work. Uh, did you? Yeah. Oh, sounds so good. <laughs> Um, so some of the guests at this seven course dinner was Cecil B. DeMille, Ooh. Uh, Mary Pickford, okay. and Myrna Hoy. And the only reason I know any of these is because of my mom. <laughs> like, that's the only reason I know any of them. The only reason I know Cecil is because of the movie Cecil B. Demented. Um, I do believe there's like a true crime story associated with Mary Pickford. I, I can't think say for sure. <laughs> that sounds familiar. So during this extravagant little dinner party, there was seven orchestra orchestras. I keep wanting to say orca, orca. like the whale. <laughs> um, spanning multiple ballrooms. Oh, and that fancy, was fancy. Yeah. Um, so famous names that would come and party in the gold room, which was actually a speakeasy. 
was Gloria Swanson, and I've never heard of this person, so I don't know if it's male, female, uh, ish, Theta Barra. I'm sorry, you what hurt? Theta Barra. Theta, like theta waves, beta waves. B h e d a. Barra, B a r a, maybe Barra. I don't know. Um, so it was a speakeasy during the prohibition. And um, liquor was in a lot of places in Los Angeles illegal until 1933. <clears throat> um, and the presidential suite, which was favored by six presidents, gangsters, um, Bugsy Siegel and Al Capone, and royalty still had like a recess spot where they could hide liquor up until 1993. I'm sorry, did you say 1993? Yep, that it still had the, the hiding spots until, wow. yeah. That's crazy. And um, not only that, but I find it absolutely fascinating that those three groups of people could all stay in the same freaking area. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just, yeah. that's insane to me. To have a royalty, a president, and gangsters all in the same building? Crazy. Well, I mean, you figure maybe some of the some of the presidents had mob ties. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, because um, Kennedy's brother-in-law was Peter Lawford, who was, you know, had mob ties. Um... Which, yeah, I think we talked a little bit about that in the one we recorded earlier about Marilyn Monroe. So, mm -hmm. some films that were made here was a year after it opened, Cecil B. DeMille made the movie Triumph in 1924. The original Ocean's Eleven from 1960, um, The Sting in 1973. Chinatown in 1974 and Bugsy because you know, Bugsy Siegel um, and that was in 90, 1991 as well as the TV show Mad Men um, and I think you're up that she claims she can't read my notes this one? Uh, hold, hold on to be yeah. fair let, let's see the notes <laughs> I've seen some of your notes, ma'am. Oh, those are good notes. Put your boyfriend away. You get one from me, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, just up there. In the, in the heart of downtown LA, the Bitmore is the one of the Hollywood haunts. 70,000 square feet art art Decor features deco. art deco. It's short for decor. It's not. <laughs> I had the Julia moment. That was features Spanish and Italian Renaissance styles and Moorish detailing throughout. Until the mid twentieth century, this was considered Ellie's most elegant hotel. The Bitmore built. Biltmore. B Biltmore Hotel 
hosted the Academy Awards in the 30s and 40s. It was a popular destination for young Hollywood up-and-coming hopefuls, including Elizabeth Short. Okay. If you remember, from my last story, Red Manley had dropped Elizabeth Short off at the Biltmore after she originally wanted to go to a bus station. He didn't feel comfortable, so she said, well, I'm meeting my sister at the Biltmore. So he dropped her off there and even went inside to help look for the sister of Virginia and never found her. And well, we know the rest of that story. <clears throat> I guess of the Biltmore say they nothing. <laughs> what? Do you need these? No. <clears throat> Not old. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck with me and fuck with you. Ask. Guests of the Biltmore say they see Elizabeth. Say they see Elizabeth. They see me. They saw. No, they report seeing. Say okay. Guests of the Biltmore say they see Elizabeth. Makes perfect fucking no, sense. No, it doesn't. They say that they see. Yes, if you would have said, say that they saw. Um, no, they. it's still current. They still claim to see her. Elizabeth, they weren't seeing a pale woman with dark hair wearing a sheer black or gray 19, 1940s style dress. She's been leaving rooms. She's been seen leaving rooms on the 10th and 11th floors. What the fuck is wrong with me? So unprofessional. Whoa. Be professional. Is it my turn? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I could only dream. Okay. So <laughs> she is also seen wandering the halls. Um, author. Jenny Myers Sane uh, captured a spirit when she took a selfie in the hallway. And that is one of them that I'm going to post. It's like when you see it, you, you see the author. And there's like a long hallway. And at the end of the hallway, if you zoom in on it, you can see it. Um, so this is, okay, let me. Let me find it. Um, this I'm gonna read word for word. This is her account. Try to stay up going outside. Um, this is her account of what happened. Um, they went to the Biltmore for like an author's conference. Um, so she gets there and she says, "On the first night, I left my room to head down to the opening session." The hallways were long and totally empty and with old-fashioned looking carpet and lights. It reminded me of the hallway from The Shining, which was my teenage son's favorite movie. Which, I watched that all the time as a kid. All the time. It did not scare me until I was older and knew what the fuck was happening in that movie. Like, once I understood it, scared the <laughs> 
even older understanding it, it still didn't scare me. It did me. Like that whole psychic connection thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So she says, I snapped a selfie of me in the totally empty, long and creepy hallway and it's and sent it to him. I also quickly posted it on Facebook with a caption about the long creepy hallways at my haunted LA hotel. Then I turned off my phone to attend the opening session. When I turned my phone back on a few hours later, that Facebook post had over 100 comments. Hadn't I noticed the woman in the background? They all wanted to know. But there hadn't been any woman in the background. Hall had been empty, and I had no idea who they were talking about. Honestly, I'd only glanced at the picture long enough to make sure my hair looked decent before I posted it. As we do. As most of us do. You know what? I should take pictures of my two creepy hallways at work. You should. Considering I catch evidence in my office all the time. I can almost guarantee I can catch people in the hallway. Probably. So she says, so I zoomed in and skeptic or not, I felt a real, real shiver travel up my spine. I'm still not exactly sure who or what I captured behind me, but in that totally empty who I captured behind me in that totally empty hallway, but you have to admit the blurry image looks an awful lot like the Black Dahlia. Now, I don't know if you can see the picture, but do you see how long that hallway is? I got long hallway, holy shit. Now, I could do some great laps in that hallway. Oh, oh damn. Yeah, that's clear as day. Holy shit. Yeah. But, like, from her, like, I don't know, I guess whoever's looking at it must have zoomed in, especially mm -hmm. if someone's talking about oh, a, a creepy, exactly, as us nosy bitches do. Um, so, um, my guess is like someone zoomed in on it and went, what the fuck, and then had to tell her about it. So. Which reminds me, I should screenshot and zoom in. In my mm -hmm. office. I never did it. I didn't want to. Yeah. Because I have a feeling I know who it is. Commenters. Commenters. Okay. Sorry, with the with the ink, it kind of. I know my pen yeah. is being stupid. Many TripAdvisor commenters report paranormal activity. One guest woke up in the middle of the night to a figure hovering over her. Nope. I don't want no one hovering over me. It's scary enough when one of your kids come in to wake me up in the morning and they're like, this. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm hungry. I'll tell you some of the wake-ups I've had. Another couple claimed to her voice. Claimed to, oh, sorry, hear voices. Sorry, sorry, that was me. Couple claimed to hear voices with accents in the next room, which was empty at the time. Bartenders have claimed that an apparition passes behind them on a daily basis. Um, now, in this hotel, they have 683 guest rooms. Yeah. 
Could you imagine having to keep track of all them people? <clears throat> and hotel having to do room service, all that stuff. So I say, no, no, thank you. Um, there's also said to be a little boy running around on the 10th floor. There is a nurse ghost um, on the second floor and a little girl that is seen on the ninth floor. Hmm. Interesting that it seems to be primarily upper floors. Yep. Yep, because Elizabeth is seen on the 10th and 11th. Mm -hmm. Boy is also seen on the 10th floor. Mm -hmm. The girl on the ninth floor, and the nurse is all the way down on the second floor. And that's what I have for the ghosts. Now, if you ever want to go and stay at this hotel, some of the amenities that they have, high-speed Wi-Fi, iPad docking systems, a 24-hour business center. I'm not a business person, so I don't know what that entails. Um, a fitness center and a club with a view of Los Angeles inside the hotel. I I could see the club being appealing to people, um, you know, especially younger people, you know, that, you know, say YouTube wanted to host a get together for, you know, young, you know, creators or whatever that would kind of be a good spot to do it. They've got a club right there, you know, and then that way they can contain all of the people in one location, you know, mm -hmm. kind of similar if you're going to have some type of seminar or something, you know, they've got the business location. That way you can keep everybody contained in one building. Nobody's got to go anywhere. No. Yeah. So that is the haunted Biltmore. That's very awesome. I like it. Um, my witchy tip for this week is... Oh, um, I forgot to stop to pause for your witchy sprinkle. That's all right. Um, my witchy sprinkle, it, it's telling me to pick a card. Should we pick a card? I don't want to. It's an ad. <laughs> um, but a reminder that the veil is still very thin right now um, and that it's going to continue to remain thin through uh february um today we are at 72.42 percent which is a moderate level with a chance of some isolated hauntings while not likely a minor psychokinetic event is possible um and then through the rest of the month it kind of varies between mid 60s to low 70s um and then once we hit january it kind of steadies out about 70. So, and then that will remain about at 70-ish uh, till about February 15th. Fun so, yeah. So, if you think you're seeing things, if you think you're hearing things, you just might be. You might not be crazy. Yeah. So, if that's the case, pull out your damn phone, take some pictures, get a recording, whatever you can do, and have fun with it. Yeah, I was, I had my headset on what was that, Sunday night and just playing on my phone. And she was like, did you hear that? I'm like, no, what? And she was like, something was knocking in your room. Yeah. Oh my God. 
I was just laying on the, on the bed, and I just I heard this weird noise, and it sounded like nothing. Mom, did you hear that? No. I didn't. She's not. Oh. I doing a lot of it out. When, when you, yeah, when you're with it, as long as we've been with it, you, you tune it out. Yeah. Now, earlier, I, I think I was making food. And I could have sworn Mike was in the kitchen. Because I heard someone, like, walking behind me. And I went to go into the living room. And everybody's in there, all comfy. Wasn't Mike in the living room. Or kitchen. It wasn't even a kid that had been in there. It was. Well, that's like when me and Piper uh, <laughs> upstairs in the morning for a little bit, and we thought one of the kids was coming upstairs. But earlier, when they were coming upstairs, they linger. They don't just take off and hide, you know. They linger. So it's like you know they're there. But Mike went to go check out the noise, and there's nowhere, nothing, nobody to be seen. At all whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. And this I mean, is why I have a lot of headsets. And when I get home from work at night, I have a headset on until I go to sleep. And then I have a different thing that I use when I go to sleep. So I don't have to hear the things because hearing things really sucks. Yeah. And I'm not crazy. And I can't tell it. Well, I mean, it hasn't happened in a while, but like dad will call me or text me on the way home. I'm going to bed. And by the way, you need to sage because all kinds of shit's happening tonight. And so like I'll get home and I set up a TV tray at the foot of the bed and I shut the door and I just fucking eat in there and just go to bed. Yeah. Nope. I'm living in haunted locations. Yeah. What like during your research did you come across like any reports of like wh why the ghosts are there? Did like things happen or anything like that? Or is it just maybe the grounds? It well it could be the grounds. It doesn't really say like why, but I ma I imagine I don't know, I, I my guess if kids are there I, I would have to say probably a drowning in a pool. I was gonna say I do remember that one of the children had drowned in the pool, and I want to say it was the little boy. Possibly, um, okay. but I think Elizabeth Short haunts it because that's the last place she remembers being before she died. Yeah. Um. Probably still looking for her sister. But shit, if I was a kid ghost, I'd want to go to a big ass hotel and run the fucking halls too. Right. Why not? But I don't know. I would. I would try to do more research to find out exactly like if there's any reason behind why. No, I didn't come across any deaths that they talked about. But I also specifically looked up hauntings. Okay. And then, of course, a little bit of history of the hotel because what is the one that I did about like Marilyn Monroe's mirror and. Why you gotta ask me questions like that? You know my ass ain't remembering. I can't remember three days ago. Uh, hold on, let me look it up. 
because I know it's here. Oh yeah, it's there, no doubt. Shit, I don't remember when I did that one. Oh, the Hollywood Roosevelt. And that, like, the, there was, there's celebrities that haunt that one. And it's because they, like, live there during, like, filming. And Marilyn Monroe lived there before she really became famous. So, like, some people go yeah. home. I mean, that's my guess. Like I said, if I was a kid, I'd want to be in a fancy hotel and run rampant and then that's a big-ass hallway. Right. Jackson keeps talking about you covering the Cecil. If you haven't done that already. I think the closest we... was when I did the the Elisa Lamb or Elisa yeah. Lamb theories. Yeah. Like, and that and I've said this before, like, that's not a case that interests me, but I did do an episode where I did, like, the theories. See, someone doesn't listen. She's too busy. <laughs> um, but I did an episode on the theories oh, of what could have happened, and some of them were fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um, kind of like, you know, with the missing men of Wisconsin, like, there's or not just Wisconsin, but like of the Midwest and pretty much everywhere. Um, there's no answers and there's no way to get answers. So all anyone can do is come up with theories and you can take it off of the tiniest shred or the biggest pile of evidence. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I mean, Obviously, if you aren't expecting it, you, you got someone hovering over you and you wake up that way, I mean, that's going to scare you. But, and of course, gangsters were involved. So I imagine that's got a lot to do with some of the hauntings. Because, yep. Yeah, I know the but let's be honest, typically where they went, someone was unalive. Mm -hmm. Somebody. <laughs> But yeah, wow! I did the the Hollywood Roosevelt back in January. Isn't that crazy? Good job for remembering. Oh no, no, no. Spotify no. podcasters told me that. <laughs> I mean, remembering that you actually did it, and to look it up as far as what the name was. <laughs> Um, I don't know. We're coming close to the end of the year. Which episode did you like? Okay. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. Are you talking to me or Jenny? You know what? Actually, honestly, um, I I think my Thanksgiving cannibal one. No, that one was gross. <laughs> sorry I I think between the timing and all of that um, I, I would say that was that was my favorite one I'm gonna go with that one was just gross um, I 
think I think for me, my favorite one that you did was Shakers. Mm, okay. Um, and I think I don't know. I think for me, and maybe because it's it was it's a local story, the Karen King. Either that or the Eric Lee Franks one. Yeah. I, I think my favorite one that you did um was the one with your local guy um who was murdered just before I had taken my break at the beginning of the year. The one Rachel did? She came on to. I thought you covered the whole thing. She had posted some stuff in the group for you, but I, as I recall, you covered it. Yeah, that would have been we did. Um, but I think that was last year, actually. Oh, shit. Don't ask me to remember things because it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was last November. Um, the one where he met the guy on Grinder. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was last year. <laughs> yeah, the Kevin Bacon one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one was sad. It was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, how about the viewers? Yeah. Well, Catch we... us up. What are your favorite ones? Yeah, I definitely because I I like the Shakers one because you know there was the mob ties and of course like the Jeffrey Dahmer angle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting how it kind of tied all of that together and you know the various aspects of Shakers itself. I mean, it's got an amazing history. It has a very interesting paranormal history. So yeah, it, it's a fun location. Um, I wish it was in a different location, shall we say, um, a safer location. So, I would totally go check it out. However, not quite safe for me to go visit on my own. Yeah, because that's, that's in Milwaukee, right? Yep. Yeah, good old Dahmer. Yeah. I just read his dad passed away. Mm, possible i i've honestly um not been on social media all that much the last few days um yeah so possible yeah he died um looks like yesterday at the age of 87 that would be why I didn't see. Yeah, I don't think I was on it all yesterday. Yeah, I guess that. I mean, I felt bad for him because obviously he loved his son, but probably struggled with the shit he did. Yeah, uh, I feel bad for his brother. Um, you know, because he's still tormented by people. You know, we're like, oh, your brother was terrible, blah, 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 thinking that he's going to be that same way. Bless you. 
<laughs> you can tell when someone's around a baby by the way they say bless you. Bless you, baby. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but yeah, like his his brother, you know, has done his best to stay out of you know the limelight. He doesn't you know want anything to do with it, yeah. you know. Um, but unfortunately, there are people who hunt him down and hound him for what happened. And it's like, dude, it wasn't his fault. Well, he was a kid. You can't control. I mean, anybody anybody's actions that you're related to that doesn't make you <laughs> that doesn't you know make you a bad person automatically just because your brother or your son or your uncle did this this and this you know yeah unfortunately though some people feel that they need to blame somebody yeah you know i think a lot of people have that well, they're obviously blaming the wrong person. I think a lot of people don't think that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree kind of thing. Like, yeah. he's doing that. What are you doing? I mean, I'm not saying I I understand where the public at large is coming from with that. But at the same time, he's definitely not responsible. But I know, like, the dad and the stepmom did a lot of TV interviews um after he went to prison after he was killed in prison yeah and like i know judy said you know how can they think that you know as a family member that they could stop him um in some cases it's he's the only one left that's the only person they have left to blame right. you know even though in most cases these people don't have a right to blame anybody no, but they sure. still feel like they can so, right and that's well, a lot of society's problem i think I everybody's mean, got to put blame somewhere i mean you can't blame anybody but him he's responsible for his own actions but he did this stuff while some of it while living with his grandmother and yeah. there was dead men in her house and she had no clue so mm -hmm. to yeah. Right. You don't know every single move somebody in the way that two does. Nope. Like, I just don't understand. Like, okay. So, to be fair, I have always said that I could die down here and nobody would find me for days. <laughs> I would and know when you didn't answer polos. Say again? I would know when you didn't answer polos. But it would still take a day or two, correct? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if anything ever happened to me, it, it took days, you know, but it wouldn't be anybody's fault. Maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in some cases, family members make it worse. Like with um, the Watts family. Oh my God. <laughs> My family is so sick of me talking Fucking about the it. Watts case. Fucking knew it. Because like, five years now, it, it, it's been, I would say, an obsession, right? <laughs> I say it's an obsession. It, it, it truly is. But, 
like his family did not make it any better by like their victim impact statement was horrible yeah um and then the parents went on some new show i think local to them so somewhere in north carolina basically trashing not only their daughter-in-law but the kids so yeah, like and that's so messed up <laughs> yeah um so i think in some cases families make it worse by doing shit like that but in like the case of his brother no yeah but like what i was saying though like you know with the grandma not knowing you know it's not necessarily hard for to have something happen under your roof and not know it. Right. You know what I mean? Just because you're in the same house doesn't mean you're always, you know, in contact with each other. I mean, like for me, there can be weeks where I would go without seeing my father-in-law just because we work opposite shifts. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, even like with my son, yeah. Like, I see him on the weekend and I might see him before or after work I'm on his days off. But usually, like, when he leaves for work Sunday night, I'll be like, see you next week. Literally. Yep. Because I'm not guaranteed to, see, guaranteed to see him throughout the week. Yeah. Like, even, even somebody you're related to, you never really know anybody. You know? Anybody's capable of anything. What? <laughs> to sit there and blame family members just because they're there yeah. ain't right not cool no. agreed it's like all those judgy ass people that are sitting there you know talking mad shit to the brother how would you feel if you were in his position would you want somebody to be sitting there talking mad shit to you hell no you know, but that's just, just it. Most people can't see themselves in that position. Right. Most now, people don't have the empathy to. Now, could you admit, okay, like, it's been years, what, like 30 years since Dahmer, well, more than that, because you're 31. What are you talking about? She's 22. Do you see me pressing your age all over the place? I'm 50. I don't give a fuck. If it so, makes you feel better, I'm 40. So you, I'm stuck in the middle of you. Could you imagine if social media had been around back when, oh, like, Dahmer God. was doing all that, you know, shit, even like Ted Bundy. Again. Yeah. That would be crazy. I mean, like for Gein, like that's a small town, but I could see that town getting overrun real quick. Which one? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It took me a second. Sorry. My hearing is slow today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to ask if you had your glasses on to hear. <laughs> yeah, that that's a real thing. I don't know. No, she's got to take one sense away to heighten the other one. Mm -mm, mm -mm. 
Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, if you're looking for a certain spot, a destination, you got to turn your radio down so you don't miss <laughs> it. Hold on. I can't. I can't see where I'm going. You got to turn this down. Don't dad do that shit. <laughs> oh, I got to turn this shit down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she knows it. Guilty. But at the same time, I got to put my glasses on to hear you. <laughs> I mean, turning the radio down does it help. <laughs> yeah, that's all legit things. Yep. No way, William Tall. Yep. Yeah. I, I think um people with glasses, we're uh we're a special breed. Special. special. Aren't you supposed to be wearing glasses? Well, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> Try and blame her bad notes for you not having your glasses. I see, I see. Mm -hmm. I want people knowing my business. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't come on a podcast, dear. But because it will all be out there. And if anyone watching saw your episode of Kelly, shut up. <laughs> Sure. Your business is out there. I was gonna say, I feel like you should have known this was coming. You've been on here before, girl. Yep. I know where she sleeps, so it's fine. Slash three of your tires. And you'll be buying me three new tires. Eye for an eye. You you Do have have I don't have tire money. <laughs> You get my tires, bitch, and get yours. Because I ain't got tire money neither. And then I'll just slash the fourth one and have my insurance pay for it. Huh. Oh. You. <laughs> you a whole bitch for that. <laughs> Alrighty. On that note. Yeah, and just so you know, we are like this all the time. People probably think we hate each other, but we really don't. Yeah. Most days. It's their love language. Just all these that I've been on. Yeah. <sighs> I kind of like her. Uh, she's, I, I kind of want to keep her. Can you tell them the story of your birth? No! 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 <gasps> Oh, it's a funny story. I won't tell it. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. On that note. I hope everyone's enjoying their weekend. And let's see. The weather's good for you. And not cold and crappy. And if it does turn, drive safe. Stay warm. And you already said be safe. Have fun. Be good. Be happy. Bye. Oh, and thank you for joining us. Oh, yeah. Hopefully there'll be another time. Maybe. We'll see. We'll harass you next time. <laughs> That'd be great. <gasps> like you just did? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Deja vu all over again. Woo.
It's just like everyday shit, only on camera. Goody. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.